Welcome to the Level Up Bariatrics Podcast. If you want to feel motivated, prepared, and excited for your weight loss surgery journey, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Whitney Gibson, a bariatric dietitian who has helped hundreds of people succeed with weight loss surgery. Are you ready to do the same? Let's go. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Whitney, your bariatric dietitian. Today, we are going to be talking about something so unheard of, the magic potion behind succeeding with weight loss surgery. Are you ready for the answer? It's exercise. (laughs) So we all know that you're going to have a much smaller stomach after surgery, but Uh, we're not really going to be focusing on food that much. Yes, food is a major part of losing weight, but with the restriction that you're going to be feeling after surgery, you're just really not going to be able to put that much food in you in order to really make substantial, I don't know, mistakes, I guess, with surgery. Now, on down the line years later, absolutely, you can make some terrible decisions and eat too many calories, but... There's one thing that I really want to touch on that I find is a vital part of succeeding with weight loss surgery. That's not I find it. Everyone finds it. It's it's proven pretty much. So exercise is something that a lot of people may have difficulty with for many different reasons. It could be due to injuries that they have sustained in the past. It could be their age. It could be uh, rheumatoid arthritis. It could be heel spurs. I mean, really, I've heard it all. There's always something that we can use as a crutch or an excuse or a barrier to actually get started with or be consistent with exercise. And then I've had people who are very consistent with exercise and all of a sudden, you know, they sustain an injury or something comes up and it just throws them off track and then they just quickly give up. But what I want to really is for my patients and my clients to understand, okay, there are going to be things that come up in life that always throw you off track with any habit that you've been working on. So anything you think you're doing well, la-ti-da, I'm doing great, nothing's going to mess me up, nothing's going to deflate my balloon, well, then you have this happen. And then people quickly become unmotivated to do what they were doing. Therefore, in the past, this is where weight regain happens. This is where, you know, if you're not doing X, then might as well do this now. I'm not doing well, so I might as well tack onto this with a poor diet. So it's like this ugly avalanche that just happens. But we can kind of stop this, okay? If we kind of approach exercise in terms of, let's not equate exercise to weight loss, okay? Let's, let's kind of think of exercise as something like that's just good for your mind, your general health, um, your energy, the way you feel in general, because that's really what I hear after surgery. People exercise, they feel better. They're nicer. <laughs> They're happier. That's more important to me than saying exercise is for weight loss. If we do that, man, you guys are so, you know, just damaged from exercise equals weight loss, dieting equals weight loss. 
yeah, at the end of the day, it's somewhat true, but you've been burned by all of that. So let's forget the past. Let's take this on with a fresh eye and kind of get a little bit more intrinsic with it and and get to know why you don't exercise, what gets in the way and what you can start doing to make better habits and feel good about the habits rather than it feeling restrictive or like something you just really hate doing. Okay. So I want to kind of start with three questions that I want you to kind of ask yourself. Uh, Number one is kind of, I mean, this can be kind of like a self-assessment of sorts. So identify what it is that holds you back from exercise. That's really what you need to know first and foremost. Ask yourself the following questions. What is my opinion of exercise? Why do I not like to move my body? So those two questions of what we're going to be um, uh, talking about right now. So what is my opinion of exercise? Why have I formed that opinion? So ask yourself these questions. Did you grow up in an inactive household? Did you have a bad experience with exercise in the past? Do you assume you have to do hours on end of exercise a day to be successful? It's time to crush those preconceived notions and opinions. Forget the past. Take on a new outlook. This can really help you to identify, unlearn, and relearn, helping you to start fresh, okay? The next question within that would be, why do I not like to move my body? Is it because you're really uncomfortable because of your high weight? Is it because you have a bad knee or bad hip? Do you have arthritis or any other physical conditions that hold you back? COPD, you name it. Are you unfamiliar with exercise and what to do? Are you just lost? Are you fearful of gyms? Are you too self-conscious? Do you hate sweating? I actually get that one a lot. I hear that a lot. (laughs) Are you self-conscious of what you would look like if someone saw you exercising? So really tap into what it is, what's going on in your brain, okay? There will always be a reason why you don't or won't exercise. The key is to identify the barrier and get around it. But how the heck do we get around it? We'll talk about that. But First and foremost, don't let it serve as an excuse because there's always something else other than exercise that you can do. But once you begin to understand the why behind the reason you don't exercise, it's easier to move on to these next steps. Okay. So the second major question was or is think about how you're going to get started. So what could you try? So this is where a lot of people stop. Okay. They don't know what resources they have, or they don't even think about them. They don't really tap into, well, what's around me? What, what, where do I even start? I don't know. So what my patients get from me prior to surgery is homework. So a part of this homework is to begin setting up a time during the day to devote to themselves, you know, carve out time that is non-negotiable. What I mean by that is that you're not negotiating this time with anyone, okay? You're not going to take no for an answer for yourself or from other people. So this means you communicate this with yourself. You communicate it with everyone around you that is likely to interrupt you. This includes pets, dogs, cats. It's optimal if you can schedule it just like an appointment with anything else, okay? If you can make it the same time every day, that's even better. That's how you form a habit. Start by being very stringent with this. So, I mean, just, you know, no, no lacking in the schedule. For example, you will schedule 15 minutes in the morning prior to taking care of of any tasks or getting into your, your usual morning routine. This could include just a wake up stretch. That's what I do every morning. I'm not saying do what I do, but I'm just trying to say me waking up and working out in the morning. It's not for me. 
I like to wake up extremely slow. I like to wake up with a stretch and then do meditation. I get that out of the way and I'm, you know, popping. I'm working out mid-afternoon probably. That's when I have the most energy. But it could be quite different for you. So take that into consideration when you're scheduling in this time. Maybe you want to try out a workout routine in the morning. Maybe you make it work for about a week and then you decide, man, this really stinks. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to move on to a different time of day. Let's try this. So it's okay to continue to try different things. Don't think just because you didn't stick to your original plan that you just failed. There's a different way to do things for everybody. But the bottom line, the baseline deal here is to make the time non-negotiable. Get it in whenever you want. Just make it happen. Um, so also things that could help you get started. It's just researching things. Sit down in your living room one day, get on YouTube or Prime, start searching in the search bar, whatever the heck you're thinking. So if you're older and you're just not good with your balance or you've got bad knees or hips, sit your booty in a chair, look up in the search bar, chair exercises or senior or chair exercises for seniors cardio exercises in a chair, like literally whatever you're thinking, type it in the search bar, see what your results are. Start to devise a little library of things that you find that you know you are willing to try, you feel like you're able to do. Um, so really just exercise, oh, no, exercising, really just researching a lot of these things and putting it down on paper and really just making the motions of making a plan or starting to plan. Uh, what about searching for gyms or clubs in your area that offer group exercise or trainers? Trainers are so underutilized and everyone tends to think they're just too expensive. Well, you know what? Number one, they're not that expensive. They're actually well worth your time because you're going to take the value of that one hour that you, per, uh, that you uh, pay them or that 30 minutes, and you're going to mimic that workout several times. Now, the only reason a trainer really gets expensive is if you really depend on that trainer for an appointment. Like if you know you're not going to set foot in that gym because you're just not going to make it in there if you commit to yourself and you have to get in that gym by making an appointment with the trainer, well, that can get a little expensive. But Nonetheless, trainers are underutilized most of the time. I used to be a trainer um, and we can really help you to understand proper form, what you need to do to optimize on your weight loss, whether that's weight loss prior to surgery you're aiming for or continued weight loss after surgery um, and maintaining your lean muscle mass. I love to educate as I train. So I'm telling you, this is your, this is this muscle. This is what it's doing. This is what it's good for. Then we need to stretch it out. This is why, like, I just love to educate. Just, it helps you to understand better, understand things better. So we want to kind of identify uh, those things. If you like the gym setting, wonderful. If you like to exercise outside, wonderful. If you like to exercise within the home, wonderful. It doesn't matter just exercise. But what you can do is devise a small list of things that you can depend on that you know you can do. You know you're comfortable with doing it. So what I kind of challenge people to do is make a list of five to 10 things that you can have in front of you every day. And you can kind of say, okay, I've devoted X amount of time, whether that's 15 or 30 minutes or even an hour, it doesn't really matter. 15 minutes minimum, we'll just say that every day. 
So you're going to devote that 15 minutes to, I feel like doing stretching today. So stretch. Maybe the next day you'll have more energy and you're more awake and you want to do your strength training routine that day. Maybe you'll do your body weight exercises. And then maybe the next day you have uh, a very beautiful day outside. Well, that's when you go outside and get some vitamin D. Start doing some mind clearing exercises. Listen to an awesome podcast like this one. I mean, you know, take advantage of things when they come up. You don't have to be super stringent about what you wrote down as what you're doing that day. Do it. You know, you can be a little bit loosey-goosey about it if you want to. But at least you're giving yourself choices. All right. So let's see. Third, get started. How the heck do I get started, Whitney? Come on. Tell me how to get started. You're going to make a plan. That's how you do things. That's how you complete things. You're going to make a plan. So after you've dabbled a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you want to make that short list of exercises that you know you can do. Start simple, start easy, start slowly. The worst thing you can do is jump all in and sign up for a boot camp and sign up for a 5K. I mean, come on, let's be realistic. I mean, you could be capable of doing that. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm not right now. <laughs> get your schedule out. Start planning. So it's helpful to me to get it out of my brain and onto a piece of paper. Just the act of writing things down is proven to help you remember and retain things more and kind of uh, put more of an importance to it, okay? Review this schedule every night before bed. You really need to learn to train your brain. If you wake up not knowing what kind of exercise you'll be doing that day or the next day, you're really more likely to pass up on it and let other things take precedence. Tell your brain, hey brain, these are the exercises we're going to accomplish tomorrow and for this upcoming week. Begin to visualize yourself doing it. I know personally, if I tell myself just one word, like exercise, I got to exercise today. I'll be like, Ugh. yeah, I'm a trainer who needs a trainer. But if I just tell myself, I got to exercise, that really kind of bothers me. Like I need to know more. My brain needs to know more. Well, what's that going to look like? What are you going to put on? What are you going to wear? Where are you going to do the exercise? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Like if I just take a break, take a moment, close my eyes and imagine like, what am I doing? What does it look like to get ready for this? I am much more apt to do it because it feels more comfortable. So what can you do to set yourself up for success? I'll tell you this, literally set up anything you can in advance, have your clothing and your shoes ready, get adequate sleep, focus on a healthy diet to fuel your workouts, preparedness, people, it makes the world go round. And more importantly, it helps you to succeed with your weight loss goals long term. So really good habits and planning methods. I know some of you are probably like, Ugh, I am too, I hate planning, but in order to really achieve something that you're going after, you have to, you really do. So there you have it. There's no magic pill to replace exercise. I am so sorry to tell you that. Although it might not feel like it now, it will get easier. You will become more comfortable and confident and secure in your abilities to exercise. You will become stronger. You'll become more energetic. But without discipline and consistency, you will fall short of your goals. Reach out to others who have similar goals. They can really help support you because it's so much easier to do it when you've got a buddy involved. So what can you get started with today? I'm going to let you think about it. So until next time, guys, I really enjoyed having you today. I hope you got something out of this, uh, you know, tremendous exercise. So best of luck to everybody. I want to hear your feedback. If you made a small list, share that list with me. I want to know.
want to know what you did and how you're doing. Okay. See you next time. Bye-bye.